was texting Lucas McCann this morning, former Seahawks social <laughs> host of us. He's going to be back. I swear he's going to be back. I went for a nice cough with Lucas. Yeah. Cough. I call it coffee a cough. Nice cough. You know why I call it cough? Because mm. then you can say, I want to, hey, Carl, how are you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. Do you want to go for cough? Yeah. Just nice and short to the point. No. Slow that down. Faux cough. What does that sound like? Fuck off? Uh, I think it's cough. funny. <laughs> Want to go fuck off? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, inside joke, I guess. Nobody, <laughs> nobody get it. Went for a nice cough with Lucas, and we were chatting about Seahawks and how disappointing the week was last week. And really, neither of us were in an emotional state to do a podcast last week, which is why we... F- <laughs> I think we probably would have said some things we regret. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it was a good idea. But now, obviously, waking up on a Monday morning and having a victory 24 hours ago feels much, much better. It's I don't know about you. I don't know if you're as involved and as into the Seahawks yet. I know you're getting more and more every year. And even when we started this podcast, whatever, two years ago, a year and a half ago, whatever... You weren't really a Seahawks fan, mm-hmm. but I, it seems like this podcast is kind of pushing you in that favor. For me, man, I'm just one of those guys. I don't have favorites for anything. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have a favorite NBA team, no favorite NFL team, whatever. But doing the podcast, getting involved, knowing the guys' names, you know, oh, yeah. looking forward week to week, it, it changes things. And you just, you have to become involved. <laughs> and even when I'm like talking about guys, like, I don't know how how much you knew about Trey Flowers or the, mm-hmm. whoever, right? The guys that we were hating on last year, our offensive coordinator, there's like a hair from my hand that's right in my peripherals. Um, like the OC last year, you probably weren't necessarily paying attention to that stuff, but as I was bringing it up, it probably gets you more involved. And as you're watching the game on Sunday, you're like, yeah, that was a fucking bad play call. What the hell was that? Because you just start hearing their names, right? And then the announcers start saying their names and yeah. other people, and then you just make the connections. Yeah. And if you don't know, understand these names, then you just can't get involved as much as you want. Yeah. It's a, football's such a strange sport that, I don't know. I mean, like European soccer definitely has some ridiculously passionate, diehard, lifelong fans. Mm-hmm. But, there isn't really another sport in North America that has the same cult following type Mm-mm. of thing as no. the NFL, right? No. NBA doesn't have that. No. MLB doesn't have that. Hockey definitely doesn't have that. It's just different. And it's 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 such a different sport that there's one game every week. It's on the same day every week. Like it's always on Sundays. Yeah. And people just revolve their schedules weekly around what they're doing just on Sunday one day. for the game. Yeah. I think that one game a week really helps because there's just so much more importance, right? Some NBA teams, you'll have four games, right? In a week. MLB, you'll have how many games? Six, man? Like MLB has a season of 162 yeah. games. And they have something hilarious. Like throughout the entire season, they have 12 days off. Yeah, that's insane. Something crazy. So how are you supposed to be able to keep up with that? Like how can you be invested? I just, it's too much. You miss, you miss a couple of games and you just fall behind, right? Every game like has such a little meaning. Yeah. Especially right. like early in the year, like game 42 of 162 game season. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you had an off night and you lost 19 to one. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, but one game, like 
especially the this past week, yesterday's game and next week's game being back-to-back divisional games, mm-hmm. if you go 0-2 in those two games, it is unbelievably massive for how your season is going to shape out, right? Oh, you can yeah. still make the playoffs, but it's going to be so much harder because then you basically have to beat those two teams next time you play them. It, football's kind of funny, man, where you have like really small divisions. You've got four teams in each division, yeah. so you play three teams twice every year, and those six games are just huge. Six out of, well, now 17 because there's they added a week this year. Yeah, it's weird. So you have 17 games, but six out of the 17 are division games, and they're so big on your playoff uh, outlook. No other sport is really that, like, division important, right? I mean... Because there's too many games. Too many That's games, why, yeah. Probably, right? Yeah. And other sports, I guess MLB does. MLB is, like, the winner of each division makes the playoffs. So it makes it, okay. Versus, like... Right. Uh, Hockey, basketball, they have conferences, East and West, right? yeah. It's like the top eight in the conference yeah. make the playoffs. It's not necessarily your division. But the winner of your division, even if you're under 500, like we saw that, was that last year or the year before in the uh, NFC East? That was last right? year. The Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. They were seven and nine, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and they won the division. Isn't that crazy? And then I think, was it in the NFC West? That there was the Seahawks who won the division. Then there was the Rams and the Cardinals who I think were both 10-win teams. I believe so. Yeah. So someone's getting into the playoffs at 7-9 and and there's 10-win teams that aren't. Yeah, we had. I remember talking about that a lot last year. We had huge issues with it because it's kind of of bullshit. It's the system. Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy. It's a crazy system. It works really well when your division is shit. Like, uh, I think the Seahawks made the playoffs one year at Eight and eight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I remember that. So, seven and nine, wasn't it? It okay. might have been. Let me seven double and check. Nine. Yeah. Well, I think that was the year we beat the uh, Saints, right? In the first round. Seven and nine. Seven and, and nine. Made it. Yeah. And then that was the Marshawn Lynch run. Remember that run at the end of the game? Yes, I do. They fucking replayed all the time. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I, it's in like all the top, whatever, yes, top 20 that's where you runs see of it. all time and yeah. stuff. That guy was so fun to watch, man. I never, never seen a guy that is so physical, but also so shifty. His change of speed, eh, for someone his size is, is so side hard to side. To he was front. unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, and he, but then he, he was n- known as like a big physical back. But side to side, he was one of the best, if not the best in the league at the time. Like his agility, like forwards and backwards wasn't the greatest, right? But his side to side was so good. So good. So quick. So shifty. And you just, players can't get in front of you, right? And then they can't wrap you up. You're too strong. Yeah. He's like the definition of the, is it the left joystick? The juke in, in Madden? The hit stick? Or a, no, no his stick juke. was defensive. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Or the truck. I it was juke. Or the truck. Juke right in, uh, maybe it's R1 and L1. I can't remember. Whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> so we're coming off a... Do you want to start with yesterday's game? Or... Let's, let's get the Vikings game over with super quick. Okay. It's just so disappointing to see what happened in the second half. It just seemed like... I don't know what happened. Like, There's still things, even in yesterday's win... There's things that are are really bad signs, mm-hmm. like getting dominated every game in time of possession. Oh, it's just still, getting yeah. absolutely dominated. We are 
terrible on both sides of the ball right now on third down. Our third down percentage on offense is like 33%, which is like 28th in the league or something. And our third down percentage on defense is, well, other teams are like 70% against us, which is like number three in the league or two in the league or something. Mm -hmm. Those things do not make for winning seasons and successful playoff trips. I don't know, like, there's, I think there's a lot of things that need, it's funny because we have like a lot of good pieces in in uh, very important positions. Yeah. But for some reason, it's just not working properly. Like the Vikings game was very, very hard to watch. In the first half, the offense played pretty good, um, but we're down seven at halftime or something. It was uh, 17-14, and then we, before halftime, then we missed the field goal, and then they scored a touchdown to make it 17-21 at halftime. Yeah. And then the second half was just maybe one of the worst halves of Seahawks football I've seen in a long, long time. It was horrible. That was when like uh, Metcalf got taken out of the game like mentally, right? Head case Lockett wasn't doing much. Yeah, we didn't score a single point in the second half. No points. That's so rare. And it just seemed like so many three and outs. And it's so frustrating, man. You go, you get three and out. You get nothing going, and that's it. Now you're relying on your defense, right? Now the defense is back on the field yeah. two minutes later. And there's your time of position, possession, right? You're letting up the third plays. Teams are going super short plays and just driving it up the field. And then your time of possession is so bad. Mm. It was like one-third of what the Vikings had. Yeah. And honestly, like, everyone keeps talking about the defense is the problem, the defense is the problem, the defense is the problem. When you're on the field, for, f- what was it, last week was like 42 yeah, minutes crazy. or something. Crazy, yeah. That's insane, man. You're on the field for three quarters of the game. It's actually not that bad that they only gave up 30 points. That's pretty impressive. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of yards, but like the Seahawks are known for do not give up a big play, right? Correct. Their corners are playing 12 yards off. Yeah, they like, play so far back. Because they can't cover anyone, right? Well, at least Flowers and Reed to date through the first four weeks of the season have shown to be like hilariously bad mm-hmm. and uh, just man straight liabilities there has I don't know man is that an underrated position it it's it, I guess it's interesting as like the team that you follow you every year there's going to be something that's a weak link yeah and you just maybe make a bigger deal of that position than it should be but like there's a reason that Jalen Ramsey makes yes. $25 million a yes. year, right? There's a, there's a lot of teams that are struggling with CBs, right? Like short on CBs, good CBs. Mm-hmm. I think that's why you're seeing so many good wide receivers put up crazy numbers. A lot of teams, a lot of people are injured and like you hear it like every weekend, like this guy's not playing, this guy's not whatever. And it's a lot of CBs for some reason. Hmm. It's but yeah. interesting in the last couple of years that it seems like it seems like offenses are dominating. Mm-hmm. More more uh, yards, more points scored. Like last year is, I think, the most points in NFL history scored in a season. I think the Seahawks also set a record for the most points in, they've ever scored in a, in a year. Just the off- all the offenses were on fire at the beginning of the year last year. It was crazy to watch because that was no preseason, right? So defenses couldn't figure it out kind of. Yeah. 
But then I also look at the Seahawks offense and it seems like they're just not really gelling very well for some reason. I don't know. Like I was watching other quarterbacks. So I was mm-hmm. watching last night. Uh, what's the um, rookie at the Patriots? Uh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, yeah. In the second half especially, he's getting the ball out so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, Quick three-step drop, and he's hitting a receiver three yards down the field, and yeah. they're getting five, six yards at a play. Yeah. And it seems like the Seahawks rarely, rarely, rarely have that type of option or hit that option. And I don't know why. Because, like, looking at the Patriots last night, Bill Belichick, obviously one of the best coaches in NFL history, they almost just completely forego the run game when it yeah. isn't working at the beginning. Yeah. And they're just like, okay, we're going to take all these underpasses instead. Yeah. And Mac Jones had this like 19 pass streak where he had 19 completions in a row. But everything is like uh, down, let's say down the field, less than 10 yards. Right? Yeah. He's not scrambling. He's not making the play last they're longer, right? So quick. So quick. I don't, I don't know why. It seems like the Seahawks don't really, I don't know if it's a Russell Wilson problem. That he's just holding the ball too long and he's not looking at those options or he's looking at option number one too long Mm -hmm. or what? Mm -hmm. Or is it our offensive line is that bad that there's literally guys in his face at the end of his three-step drop and he just can't see those guys? Or is it because he's too short and he can't see over the... No, no, no. This is a legitimate question, right? Like, um, what's his name? Uh, Drew Brees had that issue too, right? Like, he's always trying to look over the line because he was only 5'10 or something. Right. Is that a problem? I don't know. Maybe that's a problem. You can't see over the line, so and, you can't hit that too. And he kind of has to get outside of the ends before he sees anything. Kind of yeah. create. Yeah, but I mean, those short passes would really, really, really help our third downs, our driving, our time of possession. I think. I think you made a great point. I think we don't know if it's Shane Waldron or really if it's Russ just playing hero ball, right? But it's a it's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I don't know where we go from here. He doesn't like again. He doesn't drop back a lot, mm-hmm. right? Like even this week, his numbers weren't super exciting, but he still only passed through the ball 26 times or something? 23 times, 23 yeah. times. That's so low. That's, yeah. It's it's too low. And you have like wide receivers like Metcalf and Lockett, they need to see the ball way more. And also... Did Everett get a touch this week? No, I don't think he played. He was on a... The COVID protocol. Oh, that's right. Shit. That's right. But still, Disley. But Disley had a couple touches, and his first, I think, his first catch, he fumbled it. He two two he receptions. Bad, to be honest, I don't know what happened this week. He had a really bad outing. But still, like DK Metcalf, eight targets. Tyler Lockett, five targets. That's not even receptions. It's just targets. I see guys in the NFL like tight ends, wide receivers, number one teams getting between like fifteen and twenty sometimes. Man, how many does friggin' Evans get on the Bucks, right? All of them. Yeah, I mean, 12, 12, 13 yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. And then Antonio Brown, is he their second guy? I don't know. Third guy. Third guy. He's their third guy, and he probably had like eight receptions yesterday. Probably six drops. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so many drops. He dropped him in the end zone at the end of the game. Remember? Yeah. But see, they have, so they have, uh, who was the first receiver you said? Uh, uh, Mike Evans, yeah, Chris Godwin, and oh, Antonio Godwin. Brown, yeah, and they're all seeing the ball more than Metcalf and Lockett. Our tight ends aren't even being used, which would explain Russell Wilson not looking for the short pass. 
right? Only reasons in the first two weeks we even did anything was crazy catches by lock-in and adjustments. They're just deep balls, right? I think our short game needs to get a lot better. So Waldron's not doing a very good job then. I'm not impressed, man. Our offense is kind of struggling, struggling too. We started off the game with five three and outs. Five three and outs. It's unbelievable. I don't know if you're wa- if, if you're like paying attention, but there's a f- obviously I make a lot of notes. So we're talking about yesterday now. We're gonna skip over the Vikings game. The Vikings that game was, was shit. Yeah. They look like trash. The Vikings dominated time of possession. Fucking Kirk Cousins looked like a Hall of Fame quarterback. <coughs> mm-hmm. We start the game with two inside runs. And then we have a third and long, and we're three and out. And that happened multiple times in the first half where we run the ball inside on first down, gain one yard. Run the ball in the inside on second down, get minus two yards. Now it's third and 11. There's not many defenses in the league that are so shitty that they can't figure out to how to cover a third and 11. Yeah. Right when it's third and three, third and four, After there's just ten. so many other like options that you can have. When you're third and eleven, like you After just play runs. back, yeah. right? Yeah. You play at ten yards. Mm-hmm. Sure, run a six yard out, go for it. It's I don't know, man. There's a lot that needs to be fixed. Someone texted me after the game and said the second half was fun to watch, eh? And I said, not really. Like, yeah, sure, they put up some points in the third quarter, which is great, but. They still are boring, man. It's boring. And they have a chance late in the game to ice it, right? It was like third and four. Yeah. And they run a fucking shitty play and they punt the ball. Like, ice the game. Who's the best player on the team? Wilson. Why not? Like, just let him put the ball in your hand, man. Yeah. When there's one minute left and you're down by one and Michael Jordan's on your team, who's getting the football or who's getting the basketball? Michael Jordan. No question. Everyone knows. The other team knows. The coaches know. The fans know. Michael Jordan knows. And if you think you're taking the ball away from him, he'll punch you in the face and then take the ball and then he'll go and score. Man, when those games start with like the two inside runs, it's so deflating as a fan. Also, especially like this year, our run game, we haven't done shit. Chris Carson hasn't done anything. I'm super happy that Alex Collins is finally starting to get burned. What do you think about him? I love it. I love him. Do you think I, he should split the carries between him and Carson? Or do you think we should still feeding the Carson and just... I think Carson's a better back. Yeah. Uh, I think when Carson's in the game, other teams think they're re- we're running the football. And when, uh, when Chris Collins is in the game, other teams think we're passing the football. So I think Chris or uh, Collins has a bit of an um, advantage there. But Chris Carson's a great back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just... I don't think we have the... Um, like what am I looking for the uh, like change of pace the array of of play calls like there's no surprise involved in anything that we're doing right yeah so like it's easy to just stack the box on first down and there's eight guys in there and there's six offensive linemen and guess what there's two free guys that are gonna like we're just not getting anything yeah it's too predictable (laughs) I don't know if you notice, and I did not take like stats on this stuff, but there, it's unbelievable how much more fun and how much more time 
Russell Wilson has to throw the ball when they run play action. Oh my god. It's not when he drops step yeah. straight back on third and this is so fucking frustrating, man. It's third and seven, third and eight, third and eleven. Like we have that every second series, it seems like. Third and long. And the play call is drop five step drop straight back. And how many times do we get sacked on third down? So, so, so much, man. He just doesn't have the time for those drop back no. passes. Especially when you're waiting for your receivers to get yes. to 12 yards, yes. 13, 14 yards, right? <laughs> to meet the DBs, yeah. Right. <laughs> but like on play action outside of the pocket is where Russell Wilson is really good. Yeah. Again, I don't know if it's because the offensive line is, is bad or if he literally just can't see over the line. I'm not sure. But he's so much better and he has so much more time and he makes good decisions outside of the pocket. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that is being utilized enough times in a football game. Hey, third and 22. What is this? The Seahawks game? (laughs) What does this sound like? Man, here we go. Second and seven, then we take a holding penalty. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it's tougher for us to run those plays when our running game isn't doing anything so teams don't respect it? Mm, even if they don't respect it and they think we're passing it's still an option I'm I still like the option of play action is one Mm -hmm. it gets Carson moving out of the backfield two it gets Russell Wilson outside the pocket away from D ends and D line yeah so it just gives them more time right so now you're not not relying so much on your O-line you let Russell do his thing on the outside I mean like how long do we wait and just keep doing the same thing? Right? Like yeah. that was one of the most painful 60 minutes of football I've ever watched. The second half of last week's game and the first half of this week's game. The first half was so bad. Unbelievable. They just got absolutely dominated in every aspect of the football game and somehow are tied 7-7. Like we could have easily been down yeah. 24-7 at Easy. I think we have our defense to thank for the first half there. It's interesting, man, like watching, I don't think the Minnesota Vikings are a better offensive team than the San Francisco 49ers, yet the defense and gave up a lot of yards again, but mm-hmm. like if you're giving up 21 points a game, you should win most games in the NFL. Right? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, like I even look back after last night, I was kind of like replaying a bunch of shit in my head and this is the kind of crap that goes on weekly for me i'm thinking about like individual plays and like how they affect the game at those times and there are so many things that went the seahawks way this week Mm -hmm. that could have not like even if 50 percent of them don't go the seahawks way we lose the we're losing the football game right right like that fumble on uh the kickoff early in the third quarter after we score touchdown that like Quandre Diggs pick was big. I big, thought. yeah. That guy came out of nowhere. That guy's a fucking baller, man. I don't know if you watch him that closely, but like he is involved on a lot of football plays, and he hits people. He hard. hits. Yes, he does. <laughs> Wasn't he the hit hit, hit uh, George Kittle so hard and like in the end zone? Yeah. No, that was uh, Adams. That was Adams, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure George Kittle is hurt right now, and he felt that. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. Those, I mean, those two safeties are awesome. Yeah. It's funny when I look at our defense, like, it's not that bad. No. The guys involved are not that bad. 
No. The D line could be slightly better. If we had one more, like, I think if we had one really good corner yeah, and one weak corner, you can just kind of like shadow that guy's way or have Diggs kind of play a little bit that way. Yeah. If you didn't have to worry about, like, that's the advantage. And I don't know, like, Richard Sherman signs with the Bucks this week. Yeah. And yes, he's an older guy, but he can play one-on-one coverage and that is something that we have don't have anyone on our team who can do that and he's so smart so smart to so physical 100 yeah. percent. yeah he hasn't played they i think they said he played six games last year because he was injured a bunch yeah and he hasn't played at all this year obviously and he just he starts this week for the bucks and looks good Man. right prof sure he makes mistakes yeah. and he's aggressive and he takes a couple like a pi call every now and then but teams are afraid of him because he's so aggressive. Right? But even in like his his communication and defensive planning with all the other safeties and, and backs, right? Like I, he probably makes everyone a more of a unit just through experience. Yeah. I got to ask you, what did you think of Sidney Jones this week? So he got the start. I have some notes on him. Yeah. First half, he was he was he was not good. No. He started. I don't know where this shit comes from, man. Like you're in the NFL. You were the best corner on the I think the Jags last year. Yeah. Which it doesn't say much, no. But still, you gotta have some swagger coming into a new team. Yeah, saying like, "I was the best on my team. I'm gonna fucking show up. Let's go. This mm-hmm. is my opportunity as a young kid. How old is he? 25, 26, whatever. Mm-hmm. To like get a get my paycheck, right? Yeah. This is a. I've sat on the bench for two weeks or three weeks. Let's go. And in the first quarter, he looked. Scared almost. I don't know. He was playing really soft. He, I thought he like adjusts to the ball well. Like he's never lost like Flowers is all the time. Yeah. But there was one play I remember, I think it was in the first quarter. His guy ran down the sideline and he was in great position and just did not make a play on the football. The Mm. ball kind of fluttered in the air and the guy caught it for a touchdown but it could have easily been picked if he just like made a play. Just make a play. And that's what I feel like our corners are lacking mm. is they're all so fucking scared to make a play. I don't know. They're always just like on their heels. Yeah. And nobody is like adjusting and... and Except, I mean, Adams and Diggs are great, I think. And obviously that pick that Diggs had was like a really good example of making a really good break on the football. But the corners just don't have it yet. I thought in the second half he was much better. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, what changes. Like, it's so funny, man. Like, I remember playing football. Mm-hmm. And when the ball's in the air, just go get it. Yeah. Go get it. Yeah. But he was just kind of like sitting behind the guy and then he caught it. And then it was like one of these little taps on the shoulder. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused. That so was, I think he's better than like he looked better than Flowers. At least he has the potential. I just don't know why he was so nervous and shy coming into the football game. This was a seventy-five yard touchdown to Debo Samuel, right? That he that people are blaming on him. No, no, it was it was in the first half. People are saying that that was his who's fault the, too. Who's the who's the uh, touchdown in the first half? Was oh, it? that wide open one. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. wide open one. I don't know. I can't remember that one. They're saying that it was his coverage and it just broke whatever. I don't know. But obviously something happened there where there's a miscommunication about it's more than what one. coverage are we in. Yeah. So 
I don't know who's to blame for that, but he had a pass knockdown stat this this week. So the first when was time. the last fucking time we had that in a football game? <laughs> Flowers had zero. I don't know this if you year. remember the first touchdown. I think it was to one of the tight ends. It wasn't Kittle. It was like another tight end guy. Uh, let me see here. It was, it was just like a straight route down the sideline. Yeah. And he was covering him, and he was in perfect position the whole time. Yeah. And the ball kind of fluttered and was slightly behind him, and he just stayed behind him instead of like breaking to the football, easily knocking it down, but like. It's a play that could have been picked. It was Ross DeWelly from Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, no name. Yeah. Who the hell is that? I don't know. Who's Jimmy Garoppolo? He gone, by the way, right? Dude, uh, I don't know. People don't really know if he was injured or if the coach Shanahan just pulled him to make a point. Because I've been hearing things that Shanahan is not too happy about how much they had to give up to get Trey Lance. Mm. That's what I've been hearing. So I don't know if he kind of put him in to make a point. But Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't hit hard on a plane and have to walk off. He was just hanging out on the sideline after. So there's some rumors going on there. So keep an eye out on that. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Trey Lance did not look good. He, um, yeah, I mean, like, was that, was that really like his first opportunity this season? I think he's had seven snaps before this game, yeah. Okay. It's hard to judge, like... I think even during the game or maybe during last night's game, the Patriots game, the commentators are talking about Chris Collinsworth. Those guys last night yeah. are so much better than the like plugs so you get on much Sunday, better. Like yeah. Sunday morning games or afternoon games. You've never heard of these guys before. And it's just a loose cannon of who you get. <laughs> it, like it's, I don't know. Sometimes you're on NBC or whatever, ABC... And you just get this fucking PG general, just no, PC. Yeah, I don't get it. There has to be someone better. I don't know. Anyway, Drew Brees is kind of just starting, mm-hmm. and I think he has a lot of intelligent things to say. It just seems like he's not. He doesn't have the confidence yet. You just got to be himself, right? I know that's the biggest. That's thing. That's what Rome was so good at. Yeah. Yes. Rome yeah. doesn't have like the uh, like politically correct, or he doesn't need to articulate super well he just needs to like say what is going on in his head because he knows but where is he is he still doing games not really right you haven't heard of him for a little bit you think someone has a problem with the way he does that no i think i think he does games he still does right i think he does one game a week yes okay so maybe it's just Just not not prime time so you don't watching yeah no he's probably prime time he's probably getting good games but maybe just not the ones that we watch I don't know. Are you watching a lot? I try to watch a lot and I haven't seen him this year. You haven't seen him at all? No. Hmm. I don't know. I wonder... No, I'm pretty sure he's doing games. Yeah? Can you search that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because someone told me that he's the highest paid announcer in football. Oh, yeah. That was a couple of years ago. So I assume if he's getting paid a lot of money, he's probably doing a game a week. (laughs) He's somewhere. Well, they should put him on more important games, man. Where is he right now? I think it's probably the network, right? Yeah. Right. So who does he work for? Um, CBS. Monday night is Fox. That makes sense. He's with CBS. And then Sunday night is NBC. That's some, that would explain why we don't see him. So he he's always doing a one o'clock game, I think. 125, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 17 million a year. They're paying him. Baby. Just to talk about football. Carl, man, if 
you called me at the beginning of the season and said, Denny, we're making $17 million to do this podcast here. <laughs> wouldn't be too bad. Not a bad gig, yeah. We may or may not have the track record of Tony Romo, but we sure as hell have the passion. Yeah. That's the truth. I feel like we bring up a lot of good points too. <coughs> Definitely I think so. more than the current NFL announcers on an average Sunday morning or afternoon game have. I feel just like going through stats and stuff, it's kind of boring. You just got to bring your so personality boring. to it, right? When something happens on first and 10 in the middle of the second quarter, and the thing they bring up is, hey, would you look at that? This is the third time that Russell Wilson has passed for seven yards in the second quarter while wearing green socks. Nobody cares. It's not important. No one cares. Talk to me about why Trey Flowers is so shitty. Yeah. Talk to me about how they get better. Say real things like, hey, Waldron, brought you over here to win games and, and uh, be a little more creative, not mm-hmm. to run the ball on first and second down. Oh, my God. For negative one yards. I don't know, man. The surprise of the week, would you say the surprise of the week? Cardinals beating <coughs> the Rams? Surprise of the week for sure. Thrashing the Rams. Dude, Kyler Murray is playing out of his mind right now. Out of his mind. Yeah, the Rams really, or the Cardinals really surprised me. I'm into it. Because Mike, mostly because of Mike. Mike tells me the Rams are the best team in the league. And I say, nope, I don't like the Rams. Not anymore. And they just got pumped. And... I have not watched one second of Cardinals football this year, nor do I plan to until the Seahawks play them. But I don't know. I don't think, I, I mean, like, I don't know much about them, so it's hard for me to form an opinion. Mm-hmm. Are they the best team in the NFL, though? As of right now, they have to be. They're I guess so. They just beat the Rams, which are number two. So. They beat who everyone would say was the best team in the NFC. Yeah. I guess so. As of right now, yeah. Who's second best? Rams, I guess. And then is Green the Bay Hawks. in the conversation? They're three and one. Ooh. Is Fuck. Dallas in the conversation? They're three and one. The thing with Dallas is like they're such a shitty division and they've never really done anything over the last couple of years. You just don't know with them. And they lost to the Bucks week one that they should have won that yeah. game. Yeah. Remember that? So they should be, they could be four and oh anyway. Same thing with the Packers. They got fucking yeah. dumpster the first game. And then we didn't even know if what's his face? He wants to, if uh, Rogers even wants to be there. So Packers up in the year too. I'm, I'm just not one. sure. Yeah. Won three games in a row. Yeah. And then the Bucks. Bucks lose to the Rams last week, and then the Rams lose to the Cardinals this week. I think it's pretty exciting in the NFC. And the Rams could have lost last night, too. Or, sorry, the Bucks could have lost last night. I wish oh they did. I wish so bad. Oh, if Balachuk and Mac Jones figured it out. Well, that guy hit the friggin' post in the field goal. That's true, too. That's tough. 30 seconds. That is tough. The NFL is so fun. Of the NFL. Man. Thursday night football this week. Yeah, we got an early turnaround. What are you doing for it? What am I doing for it? Not, not no plans. Want to come over, order some za? Sure, let's do it. Fuck That's yeah. going to be a big, 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 big game. Huge. Sam, yeah. Honestly, based on the last two performances, especially the second half of last week, first half of this week, mm-hmm. and just how, how boring... The I, the play calling, like 
just the lack of diversity yeah. in play calling. I know. It's like either it's going to be a 12-yard out to DK Metcalf, a 40-yard go to Lockett, or we're going to run the football up the middle. Like, Dude, maybe the Seahawks what? are playing CFL rules. I don't know if they know they have a third down. <laughs> just trying to get the, get the 10 yards every time. I don't know. It's strange. And like stats-wise, Russ is having a pretty good year. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it looks like mediocre. I know. He's having a good year. He just he right. doesn't get the ball a lot. He's not touching the ball a lot. That's the fucking thing, man. Him, him and Garoppolo had the same amount of passes last game, and Garoppolo didn't play the second half. He's 70, Attempts, I should say. 70% completion rate. He's only thrown the ball 109 times this year. That's fucking crazy. In four games. Guys are throwing 50-plus in a single game. So he's game. averaging, what is that, 26 throws a game, passes a game. A lot of guys are 40 passes a game. Right? Yeah, yeah. He has a thousand forty-four yards, nine touchdowns, no picks, passer rating of one thirty. And we, yeah, like the numbers are good. Just he's, he's the ball right. more. He's not touching the yeah. ball enough. Yeah, or he's not throwing the ball enough. I don't know. It is funny. I would love to see, like, I'd love to see them start the game next week with like a three-yard pass completion. <laughs> To a, like a, end. a quick slant to DK Metcalf. Yeah. He gets hit right away. He's three or four yards. Yeah, perfect. Gets, gets the ball. His Keep hands going. feel the ball, right? Keep Get going. him into it. I think that's that's the way to go, man. That's the way to start. No more of these fucking inside runs back to back. And two, then you're forced to make a play. Gain. Third and seven. <laughs> Guys, don't no, expect this one. <laughs> No, the play the play calling needs to get better a lot. It needs to become more diverse. I think both receivers, Lockett. I know Lockett and Metcalf. A lot, people saying Lockett was playing injured a little bit this week. There's something going was, on with both of them. He was questionable to play this week. Yeah, so he's not a hundred percent. But remember, he had that weird uh, tackle. He went where he back on his and yeah, on his leg. Like, it almost looked like he tore something in his knee. Honestly, like our defense isn't that bad right now. Minus the cornerbacks, but hopefully that gets better with Sidney Jones. I hope he figures it out quick. But we just have to be more consistent with our drive, drive down the field, get more plays in a row. I know, and that's an offensive problem, right? Yeah. Like everyone is thrashing on the defense, but like when we're giving up last week 30 points, when we they have the ball, our defense is on the field for like 42 or yeah. 44 minutes or something. Yeah. What do you expect? That's not bad. And like even all. this week we got dominated in time of possession. Yeah. I think it was like 35-25 or something. Mm-hmm. And giving up 21 points, man. Yeah, I don't think it's a defense. It's not bad. They give up a lot of yards, which is I don't give a fuck about the yards necessarily. No, no. How many points are on the board? Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. If every drive you give up two first downs and then a punt, you're gonna <laughs> yeah. like, they're they're getting 30, 40 yards in a drive. Yeah, but it doesn't but mean so anything. What? It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. yeah. Or even like holding te- long drives that take a lot of time off the clock, holding them to a field goal. Those are huge, man. Mm-hmm. Huge for wins. Yeah, so like time of possession, we get that up, our defense is going to be on the field even less, right? Make them look even better. Yeah, let's figure out these this short game, man. Let's just focus on that. Get our fucking tight ends involved. Get Everett involved. I hope he's a big deal next week too because he played for L.A., so I hope he comes fired up. I don't know what's going on with Disley. Start the game next week. Shane Waldron, I know you're listening to this. Shane, please. Start the game. 
We're going to go three-step drop, quick slant to Metcalf mm -hmm. to start the game for four yards. And then we're going to go play action. Don't hand it off on third and seven, or second and seven. Play action. And we're going to rest out of the pocket. And it's going to be an eight-yard throw for a first down. That's how we're going to start the game. That's a great start. That's better than our first five out of three and a half. Let's fucking go. <laughs> there, what, what, I don't understand why they think it's easy to go third and nine all the time. Because then, <laughs> then you're running these like super predictable outs with yes. DK, right? Yeah. DK's running a 10-yard out that's coming back, and everyone knows it's happening, and then he's trying to make like a circus catch while there's two guys on him. Yeah. It's just, it's too hard. It's not consistent, right? Also, I do like, <clears throat> I do like running through my notes just to share because some of them are funny. Of course. It's a lot of emotion. What you got for us? So start of the game, two inside runs and then three and out. What bullshit. <laughs> uh, Jones looks timid on the first drive, got yeah. B for a TD. He was in great position. It was a bad throw. He could have easily made a play. And then I got Quandre with four exclamation marks. <laughs> You can know when that happened. <laughs> um, Dwayne Brown never gets beat, and he just got absolutely dummied one play. Yeah. And I've, I don't can't remember seeing that out of him. Mm -hmm. Straight dummy sack on third down. That was a big, big play in the game. It's just funny that that happened at that time. Next note. What the fuck are we doing? Another run on first down. Another run on second down. Zero, zero yards. What the fuck? <laughs> Our offense is tragic on third down. And that, that I think that's something that it has to get better mm -hmm. later in the season as we go forward. Otherwise, we're not going to win football games. Yeah. The DBs look like they're in better position just to make plays in the first half. I think that's a good thing. Also, Ryan Neal. Yeah. Surprising, eh? Whoa. He got a lot more snaps this, this yeah. game. I... Uh, I don't know why. Like maybe they're playing five DBs a lot or something. They had I don't know. six DBs at one point a there couple times too. Okay, so that's why. Lots of people mentioned Ryan Neal. Ryan Neal. We got to shout, shout him out, man. That was a good, good show by him for sure. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. This one may be controversial, so you can tell me what you think. Metcalf is not a top receiver in the league yet. These drops are so frustrating. He is getting better at creating separation. But it's still his his mental his head, being a head case is an issue, and his hands are not that good. A lot of easy it's drops. Funny, he shows moments of brilliance, right? Like that touchdown he had, mm -hmm. that route was phenomenal. Do yes. you remember watching the replay? Oh yeah, man, he looked great. It looked really good, and a lot of times his hands look great, but other times for some reason he just like, I don't know, isn't paying attention or isn't, I don't know. Also, like he, 6'4", 235, he doesn't, like the 50-50 balls, he should be coming down with a lot more than he does. He should. He should. Those third and, like, those third and seven outs that he's running yeah. are good patterns for him in one-on-one -on -one coverage because a lot of DBs are like 5'10", 5'11", 6 feet, yeah. and he's just dominating them. He needs to, he needs to come down with a lot of those. Yeah. Anyway, my comment was, he's not a top receiver in the league yet. No. Couple of things you got to work on, and then he—I think he has the tools to get there. But right now, no. He's got the one of the most ridiculous bodies you've ever seen in the NFL, right? Dude, no one, no cornerback in the NFL should ever come close to being able to guard him one on one. He's a fucking freak. <laughs> it just—I think it's all up to him at this point. Agree. Okay, prediction Thursday night. Oh fuck! This is a massive, massive football game. It. 
I feel so much better after beating the 49ers than I did, obviously, two days ago. It's going to be a really tough game. The Rams are coming off a loss. Mm-hmm. They, It's in Seattle, which hopefully helps. Okay. We... If we lost to San Fran and we were going one and three into this game, this would be a problem. I know. I think we'd be this, one and four. This San, this San Fran win was a lot bigger than I think a lot of people think. Huge. 100%. I totally agree. Being back at 500, two yeah. and two. Um, I realistically think the Seahawks are better than they have shown so far this year. Mm-hmm. And I think the D is going to be pumped to play this week. And I think the Seahawks win a very, very close game. Yeah. 27. Yeah. 24. That's low scoring, eh? You mean a defensive battle here or what? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we can win a shootout. No. No. <clears throat> I think for us to have a chance against the Rams, I think both Alex Collins and Chris Carson are going to have to have a big game. Last week, or th- uh, this weekend, Arizona was able to put up like almost 230 rushing yards. Mm. So I think that's going to be huge. I think that'll open up our whole play action. And But I think our running is very important about this team. But I'm going to go, I'm going to say that the Seahawks lose this week. I'm going to go 33-27. That's my prediction. I hope I'm wrong, but I think LA has is going to be a little bit upset after last week's loss, and I I don't don't know our offense against their defense. If you know, with our issues that we're having, it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. It's a strange game. Who knows? Honestly, I so this is what I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Seahawks are going to lose, and it's going to be a close game. I think either we win really really tight game. And just kind of grind it out and maybe get lucky again like this week, have an extra turnover or something like that. Okay. Or we lose like 37 to 17. Not even close. Not even close. Just a bunch of things go wrong, kind of like the Vikings game. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping we don't see that because it's going to hurt my heart. After last week's game and this first half, my heart hurts. So First half was so bad. It was so fucking boring too, man. Offense was tragic. Like no one looked like they were... It just looked so bad. Like everything about it looked bad. Russell Wilson didn't look like he had any energy. The offensive line was bad. Like we were running the ball way too much. Yeah. It was just weird. Yeah. Everything looked weird. I say we have to run the ball more next week, but I, I, don't, I don't mean like force it. I mean like mix it up more, <laughs> right? I don't want these fucking two inside plays back Mix to back. Mix it up. I know. Anyway. Do you Beautiful. feel better about Seahawks football than you did five days ago? A hundred times better. Um, uh, San Fran is a pretty solid team. They're struggling huge at the quarterback position, but like their defense yeah. is still legit. And going into this week against Seattle, their offense was in the top 10. So I think I think it was just good. It was a good showing. I think we really, really, really needed that because like going one and three against the Rams would be a scary, scary situation. And then we'd be last place in the division, right? Fuck yeah! 
No, I'm really, I'm, I'm really happy with that win yesterday, man. It was good. All right, go Hawks! Big Thursday game. Let's go.